1: And this week we're going to get all scholarly. <laughs> <laughs> kind of? Kind of.
0: We're going to we're going to do our version of scholarly. Uh and we're going to talk a little bit about the history of witchcraft, like basically a rough sketch. I had to put on my glasses for this one. <laughs> okay. I just I wish that everybody could see you Veronica because Veronica has on giant blue light glasses. <laughs> A knit cap that has it's white with a yellow two yellow stripes knitted around it. It kind of reminds me of like tube socks.
1: Yeah, it's like a 1970s kind of yeah, thing. Yep, totally. <laughs>
0: two scrunchies on her wrist. Oh <laughs> the the cloth ones, the old school scrunchies. Yeah, uh, old school, you know, 90s whatever. And um,
1: she's wearing a blank snuggie. Yeah, it's like a it's, snuggie, pretty much. It's not a snuggie though. I think <laughs> but it's not. What's no, it's called an it's called an udi I think. Yeah. It's called an udi. It's literally like you're wearing a sherpa huge blanket. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean it looks very warm. It's just quite the ensemble. Thanks. Yeah. Totally. This, this is all for everyone. Right. I know. And nobody but me. I feel
0: like I'm I feel underdressed. In your witchy sweater. Oh yeah. My My frequent flyer sweatshirt. Mm -hmm. Love it. (laughs) I also have glasses on. I went to try to read something to Veronica and I'm like, uh, hold on. I got to get my readers. Like I cannot, this print is too small for my life. (laughs) Yeah. Uh... Small print. I bought my husband, this is a total sidebar everyone, but I bought my husband these, uh, these adventure guides for Christmas and they're like scratch offs. So like, you know, you go do these adventures together, like dates. Uh, but you scratch them off and then it has a little thing and tells you what to do. Well, we were playing with them today and we scratched one off. And I was like, can you read that? And he's like, I can't read that. I'm, oh like, my gosh. I can- I'm like, I can't read it either. So then he's like trying to hold the book way out in front of him so he could read it. He's like, I- it's not, I can't. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, hold on, let me try. So then I got it at exactly the right distance. And as long as I didn't move it yep, off, yep. barely make it out. And I thought they must make these books for young people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Definitely for someone with, yeah, better right. eyesight.
0: That's <laughs> or, or older people who always have their readers on hand, which yeah. might be everywhere around the house, but never where I need them.
1: You need to put them on it like a, you know, a beaded... chain. Yeah.
0: Am I at that stage of my life now? Yeah, sure, oh, sure. <laughs> I don't like having things around my neck because then if I bend over or I'm trying to do something, they bang into things. Mm. So that's always a little bit of a downer, but anyway, enough about my really failing <laughs> eyesight here uh, as I pressed into my late forties.
1: And I don't think we're going to talk about fashion today. No, so <laughs> that is not about about- part of the history of witchcraft. Although- oh, the history of witchcraft. That's what we're going to talk about. History- <laughs>
0: Yes. Okay, okay. Never mind. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. Reel it back in, Emily. I wanted to talk about fashion as the healer, but we can do that another time.
1: That sounds great. <laughs> so history.
0: History. Veronica and I had talked about trying to give us a little more direction here in our podcast because we can sit here and tell you about our practices all day long. But really, um, there's so much history, like rich history uh, in witchcraft and, and also just in the origins of things. And as you may recall, I love origins of things. So that was sort of the impetus for where, why we started to hone our focus into some other more narrow topics and, and more scholarly research. So
1: (laughs) it's funny because like the research that I did um i wouldn't i think about the research that i used to do when i went to school and that was before oh. the internet oh yeah and it's so so rooted in the library and in actual physical books i know emily you did use books for this but um just going on the internet sometimes it's like so there's just so much information to really like hone what direction
0: Mm-hmm. we wanted
1: to take here was like oh wow we could take this thread we could go this route um so I really feel like we're gonna just give you guys a just kind of a, a brief look um not too in-depth right um, but also coming from our perspective too in a way like yes rooted in you know information that we found um but also <laughs> we have our own takes <laughs> right. But we didn't, we didn't make all this up. We actually have sources yes.
0: and, and we will yes. cite them. Uh, so, so have no fear. And, and, you know, I actually started doing research on the internet and then I remembered that I had some books and I thought, I wonder, I remembered I have just sitting in this room, four bookshelves all around me. So hello. A lot of books. <laughs> I have a lot of books and, <laughs> and I thought, well, I'm sure I have something on the history and sure enough I did. So Um, I busted out drawing down the moon which I've had for many many years and I did not think I had ever read until I started reading it and then I was like oh I do remember reading this so that was interesting too and and then it made me wonder like how much how much information did I take in when I read it that has lived inside of me and I just I didn't really get where it came from it's just been a thing I thought I knew
1: do you do that? Like, yes, all the time.
0: Yeah. Yep. And I was like, oh yeah, that's a thing. That's a true thing. And then like, well, how do you know that? I have no idea. But apparently I read this book when I was like 18 or 19. <laughs> and it did something for you. I'm
1: going to guess. It did something. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so if you have not read Drawing Down the Moon by Mar- Margo Adler, um, it's a pretty big book. It's a juicy read. It's a juicy read. <laughs> And I thought, oh, it's going to be so boring, but I actually started finding it really fascinating. So,
1: you know. Yeah, I remember it, you saying, I, used to, I use it mainly as a reference book. Yeah. And I was thinking, it's been year, I mean, long time, decades since I read that book. So uh, yeah. I was like, I'm trying to remember, but I felt like it was really steeped in her own, like, magic. Like, it felt magical reading it.
0: It might get more magical as we go on. I mean, I really... But, were- <laughs> For today, I really stuck to sort of the beginning about the Wicked nice. revival. The first, the first few, cha- first chapter or two. Um, well, and I got into the craft today chapter. That's chapter five for anyone who's following along, uh, <laughs> following along with your copy at home. Uh, so the Wicked revival, I think, is chapter four. But I, I, I really stuck to the beginning of it, and there's a lot of history here from scholars from like she cites a lot of research so that I think is great yeah
1: okay so what did you get from reading that thank you thank you for making me stop (laughs) yeah because this is where what we wanted to start with the premise of what this episode is going to be about and kind of the spin we're taking and you started by talking about what you got from that chapter
0: yeah, so uh one of the things she talks about here and, and is that the Wiccan revival, which is really, you know, when we think about Wicca really coming into the mainstream, that started um, I think in the 1950s is when that ball started really rolling and then built up a lot of steam, especially into the 70s when things really took off. Um, but she talks about this myth, the Wiccan myth. And in this book as far as i can tell she's using the term wicca and witch and wiccan and witchcraft very uh, interchangeably so in my mind those aren't interchangeable but for the purposes of this book that is what it sounds like and if you have read this book and you're like emily that's not true i i feel free to correct me uh- <laughs> <laughs> but i i never i never turn away someone who's trying to help me learn better okay So the myth is really this idea, this Wiccan myth is the idea that in Paleolithic times, there was this religion that really focused on, um, let me see, the worship of the god of the hunt and the goddess of fertility. And that this religion, this belief system was all over the globe across cultures and had slightly different takes in different cultures, but that this was really the the core the original belief and that it spanned everywhere that the de- the basic deities were always the same and then they talk about how this myth continues to say that christianity started to come onto the scene and as it did it slowly took over this these old beliefs the old ways um and basically conquered the old religion so that's that's sort of the myth the origins of of this of, of Wicca, what she calls. And and she also really points out that, uh, that just because it's a myth doesn't mean it's not true or that there's not some true facets to it, but that that overarchingly has been sort of disproven mm-hmm. <laughs> to be a universal truth. So uh, there's that takeaway. And then in 1951, the witchcraft laws in England were repealed. And it was at that point that Wicca really started to branch out and grow. And that's where we see these different sects starting to take off, but then they take off even further as we get into the sixties and seventies. So, so that, that's the beginning. Like this is the foundation. So in that myth, you know, often when we hear people talking about witchcraft, they're talking about the old ways. This is how things were done in the old ways, the old religion. And, um, there's not necessarily a lot of archaeological, anthropological proof that that's the case.
1: Well, and I it's interesting because I think about when I came in to, you know, started to re, you know, really think about the goddess religion. Really, I came into it as celebrating the goddess. That's how I came into Wicca was, you know, Starhawk and Spiral Dance and Reclaiming was like celebrate the goddess. And so there is, as like I mean, we could do a whole episode on goddess cultures, yeah, yeah um, that there's cultures around the world that sell that have historically celebrated the goddess. And yeah. um, whether you link that to witchcraft, um that is a whole another thread we could go down, <laughs> yeah. so I guess I just kind of wanted to pull that back as to far what you're saying is the, like that okay well yes this could be in set de- different places of course in different times in our history but that this overall myth that wicca is steeped in a culture like or a you know pretty much a religion that was squashed by christianity around the world is a little bit overstated
0: but but what you're saying is true there were goddess cultures yes uh there were matrilineal cultures that really and there still are uh that really revered women and uh and i feel like so much of what we saw and this this is through my lens so my bias but so much of what we saw in the 70s of this sort of more goddess oriented uh witchcraft coming in and really starting to spread out uh was was part of that feminist movement that was happening that reclaiming of not just the word witch but this reclaiming of feminine power um instead of being oppressed there was this attempt to try to bring us more to the forefront
1: yes yeah I'm excited when we get to that because we've done I know we've done our homework on that part too (laughs) Yeah. Fun. But I when I started looking at this history, and you know, you were sharing about the myth of Wicca and um I went on history.com. So history.com um has this whole history of witchcraft, you know. Um, and it started by talking about like are witches real? Like it's so interesting. Like, are witches real? Because that's steeped in like this whole myth of the witch on the broom and you know, the long nose and all of this the demonizing of the witch that Mm -hmm. happens through the witch trials that we'll talk about in a minute. Um, But they also talked about just references to witches in historical documents like the Bible. Mm -hmm. Um, So like the Bible, there's that saying, I'm sure a lot of people have heard this, thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. And that's in the Old Testament of the Bible. So there's a reference to witches there. And there's also caution against using divination in the Bible as well. So this, this version of the, yeah, I know, Emily, you're like, what? Well, no, <laughs> version- I'm, I only have what, I
0: only have the what face because I feel like, and I am not a Bible expert. So please somebody out there, if you're listening to this and you're like, no, I've read the Bible uh, and that is not in there. I feel like there are also references to divination in the Bible.
1: Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's both. I mean, that's, that was my issue when I was, you know, raised in Christianity was the counter things that were mentioned in the Bible. It would be like, don't do this, but do this. It's like, well, wait, that's the same thing. I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> like in one part of the book, it'll say this. And the other part will be this. and like, oh, well, that book of blah, blah, blah came from blah, blah, blah. But this book over here came from this. Mm. So there is a history of the Bible too, all in itself. Um, but that being said, I kind of wanted to bring up just like historical references to witches you know like so there's that and then on a different website that I saw um this one's English Heritage I think Emily saw this one too there was an interview with a professor Diane Perkis and she is was like very knowledgeable in Wicca witchcraft predating Christianity and she was saying like in I think if you've ever re- read Homer's Odyssey, there's a whole thing about Circe and um, turning men into animals and just being described as a witch. Um, so there's kind of reference there. In Roman law, they were saying that there's states about, there's actual like things written in Roman law that's stating about how to, you know, what is okay to practice magic, how, how to practice magic. And what is okay Mm -hmm. that's really old (laughs) that's like pre yeah that's predating all of that
0: Uh, that's really old yeah (laughs) that's so funny um what so one of the other things that is in drawing down the moon that's also very interesting and it kind of I mean just kind of going down this this line of different ways that witchcraft has shown up um is there is a scholar i believe he's a historian named norman cone and he felt like uh there was a stereotype of a witch that comes from a specific fantasy that originates in antiquity so basically there's like a larger society and a small clandestine society engaged in that are in the midst of this larger society that are engaged in um like really bad practices really like what what might be considered like satanic practices and uh that this is this is some a story a myth that has been used to hold people down to oppress different groups over time so witches hold that um, that stereotypical witch holds these characteristics but this story of these groups of people who are doing sort of anti-human things has been used to um romans used it to characterize christians christians used it to characterize jews um let's see what else does he say he also oh, talks that's interesting about, yeah christians also um sorry Groups like the Knights Templar. But this idea that there's these groups, and I was even thinking about this with all the stuff that gets talked about, the the um, the group in the government that is practicing uh, pedophilia, has like this pedophilia ring and like all of that whole really um, ex- extreme sort of mm-hmm. myth that's out there. I believe it's a myth. You might, you might not believe that if you're listening to this, but, but I believe it's a myth and it has a lot of the same characteristics that he's talking about. And this is that story, right? We always want to make somebody less than somebody bad. Let's find the people that we can blame for our hardship. Mm -hmm. And really, I think that's, what's at the heart of what he's saying in his work is, uh, you know, this is a story that has been used to characterize witches but also all these other groups of people to hold them down and make them at fault for bad things that are happening or things we
1: don't like well and I, I feel like that's definitely where they were coming from during the witch trials for mm-hmm. sure mm-hmm. um a lot of fear a lot of misinformation mm-hmm. And I mean, some people say property grabbing. I mean, literally like yes. taking from people so they can have more. <laughs> I would power, right? It's all yeah. about power. Yep. Um, Not
0: necessarily witchcraft. In fact, it really had nothing to do with witchcraft.
1: Which I mean, I'm like, witch, which, which I mean, <laughs> most people um, who were considered witches were pretty much like if you like now, we would look at them and they would be like healers, you know, they would have been people who lived of the earth, you know, and did good things. Mm-hmm. Um, not people who would be wanting to harm or manipulate or, you know, do all the horrible things that they, you know, are accused of doing. Right.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's complicated because all we have are records that we've seen, you know what what has been recorded. So we weren't there. We don't actually know. All we know is what what the historical record shows, and that's all we have to go on. Which, Shall what? we talk about the witch trials? Or do you want to jump there? Let me see if there's anything else before we jump there, because that's like a whole whole thing in and of itself. Um, oh, yeah, this is why I put my readers on. <laughs> <laughs> because this is really small type here in this book. Um, yeah, we could, I was, I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the different beliefs, but I actually think we should probably save that because we are going to do a couple podcasts where we talk more specifically about different sects of Wicca Um yes. modern <laughs> day and and even paganism in general um yeah let's let's do that
1: <laughs> sorry so, I know i'm
0: i'm there's all so much that i read and i want to be able to distill it down and share it and i feel like i cannot do that in this moment in a very succinct way well we can always do a part two we can always do a part two yeah that is that is a
1: that is the thing we can do. <laughs> Thank you for that reminder. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. There's always another one. Yes, there is. <laughs> but I mean, we talk about the history of witchcraft. The first thing, even when I was like history.com, like all the different websites I was on, like the first thing is the witch trials. And I have to say that um sadly and crazy that they never taught this to me at school. I don't know if they taught you, Emily, if that was even a part of history, I never popped in, in any of my schooling and never popped into the history. Of, I learned about it in college, you know, world but history I year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but in high school, I gotta be real.
0: Like I cut most of high school. So uh...
1: <laughs> yeah, college is a different story. I literally took lunch just for religion. And so there's all that, but yes. like in high school, like Ella, you know, when you start getting into history, um, and they actually, they'll talk about the Holocaust. They'll talk about like some really horrible things that happen. And yet the witch trials were never brought up. Um, and I was very studious. <laughs> <laughs> so you would know if they mentioned I would, it. I would know. And they did not mention it. And and when I first found out how many people died were put to death, yeah, I was... So the number here that I saw was actually way lower than I have heard. I mean, I've heard in, I've heard millions like, um, but that's not what history.com says here.
0: Um, what What does it say?
1: Well, they're saying, um, that between the years, 1500 and 1600. So we're, we're talking about a hundred, you know, a lot of years. A hundred years, a lot of years. um that eighty thousand women were um suspected um or excuse me, eighty thousand suspected people were suspected of witchcraft and were killed. Wow. So they're saying 80, in that period. And in that hundred year period now granted, you know, it continued after that. I mean, it started dying down in Europe. And right as it was dying down in Europe, the Americas took over. Yeah. Um, which is, it, you know, it makes sense because we were pretty wild. You know, we were not the developed country back then that we are now. We were, you know, kind yeah. of the wild ones. <laughs> so we didn't, we, didn't catch the, we didn't catch the train until way later. Um, so yeah, and 80% of those, those were women. Of that 80,000 were women. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, plus when I found that out, I, uh, I automatically, what I heard was all, they were, they're all women. So of course, you know, being a woman, I'm like, I can't even believe that. And now I look and I'm like, yes, obviously 80%. That's horrible. I mean, that's a crazy amount of women, but it wasn't all, um, women. but it wasn't all women mm-hmm. like 20% of it were men. Yes, You know? Um,
0: well, yeah. and just just so. to point out the reason that America was so far behind is because America wasn't settled yet. No. So <laughs> as it became more settled, and it was Puritans that were, you know, coming over in the in the very beginning. And so there was a rigidity there. Um that was that was also present in that culture.
1: Yeah. What's crazy is the book that actually was the reference for people who were doing these trials and that were using it as almost like a bible of how to find a witch and how to kill a witch and torture a witch. Um but I'm I don't I'm probably saying it wrong. Malleus mouth mouth
0: yeah give it a shot because I don't have it written in front of me (laughs) and I have to look at it to say it. So
1: yeah it's like malleus maleficarium. I I... yeah yeah that's what it is it was was written in 1486. Okay. So that was like the, like, kind of like the foundation, you know, and that started, it was a German man who wrote it. Um, that was like the foundation of what was to come of just like hundreds and hundreds of years of, you know, hunting, fear, murder, you know? Yeah. Horrible.
0: (laughs) Super horrible. And especially because it wasn't really about Finding witches. I mean, the the methods that they used would often kill someone in order to prove them innocent.
1: Yeah. Which right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. If if any of you guys have seen (laughs) there's a whole comedy scene in the movie Holy Grail about this. It's Uh a witch trial. And it it is it literally takes passages from the malleus I'm gonna call it the malleus (laughs) you know this bible this witch trial bible it takes it and it it turns it totally on its ear and it makes it the most ludicrous major comedy there you know they're taking it and they're making it but they're literally taking the text so it's it's crazy to see that you would actually like oh you're gonna you know weigh the weight of the witch with a feather and if they're equal then blah 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 it's 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 like what how is this logical at all (laughs) how does this make any sense at all a little too wild yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah so that's interesting too because there's that connection to to witches and yet that connection to witches is really profoundly different than this idea of the old religion right there's a lot it's there's so many facets here and I think that's really important as you start to look at history is how many facets contributed to what we look at as modern day witchcraft and what we look at as modern day witchcraft is not one size fits all no there are different groups that practice differently and so many of the practices, one of the um, essays I was reading is about magical cultures, reconciling witchcraft and global folk traditions. And it was written by Jess Joho and Morgan Sung. It's in the Witch- the Library of Esoterica witchcraft book that's published by Tashin. And uh, that's the the publishing house. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> they talk in here about the the different practices, folk practices that exist in different cultures that have really been sort of taken and appropriated uh, into witchcraft, into modern day witchcraft. Um, and, and I just think that's a really important thing for us to also remember is that where we're the origins of these practices are, which we're not taught. I mean, I wasn't taught that in, in my, the way I went about learning, it's not written in many of the books that I referenced uh, to discover how to practice. And so it I think this is where I get really amped on learning more about origins. It's like, well, why is white sage this thing that we use uh, for smoke clearing? And, you know, well, that actually came from native cultures that isn't, mm-hmm. and it it apparently was a closed practice is my understanding. Um and yet now you can buy sage at Whole Foods, <laughs> <laughs> yep, <laughs> right. So, or in the boho shop or whatever, but uh, I think it's, it's very useful and helpful to recognize where these things came from. And if they are part of your practice to be able to honor them as such, the origin of those things as such.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it has a double, it's, it's like great that we can be so eclectic and pull on so many amazing um, cultures and and religions Mm -hmm. and traditions, um, but also to be able to honor where they're coming from and know where you're coming from in that way, um, to have that respect. Um, and every single time I, you know, I light sage, it it is all for respect, you know, like that it is for the plant, for the people, for me, for like, you know, I feel like, um, there's certain practices too, that may, that just like lead, lead you to only, you know, only the good things you know, only wanting to do good, harm men, you know? Well, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> let's not hurt anybody, please. Never. <laughs> yeah, because we know what happened with the witch trials. That did not turn out well. No, okay, turn out well. let's not go down that road again, oh. as though, you know, no, no hate, just love here. Oh, no. Uh Emily. Yeah, only love. <laughs> You know, it's crazy is, is that just like you were saying about different cultures that like around the world, witches are seen even today in so many different ways and are, you know, if you were to say, oh, I'm a witch, you know, or, you know, you may be inclined not to say that. Um, Right. Well, and I I felt shy about it at first
0: because I, and I still get people who like, even in my family who were just like, what's that all about? Like...
1: Well, I have a little story to share around that. And that is my, my brother-in-law is from Zimbabwe. Uh And when he found out that my sister was a witch after he had known her for a while, he's like, no, you can't be. That's not you. Uh You can't be. You're not a witch. What do you Why are you calling yourself that? And she's like, oh, well, I celebrate the cycles of the boon and I celebrate the earth. And you know, she's coming from Northern California. But <laughs> well, we got but all the in- blue
0: going on.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's like, No, that's not what that's not what a witch is. Like, according to him, because when and then he met me and I was like, Yeah, I'm a witch too. And he's like, No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you what witches do, they manufacture lightning. Oh, he was right. telling me a lot of different things that they believe in his country that witches do uh-huh. and that they call they they do bad things, you know, they hurt people and you go to a witch to to, you know, put revenge on somebody. huh. And And there's people he has downright stories that people that have gone to other people that are considered witches in his country and they exacted you know there with payment harm Mm -hmm. on somebody um so there is a lot of different backgrounds and a lot of different references and the word which can mean so many different things and so many different cultures and then they have their own history Mm -hmm. like Zimbabwe has their own history well where is that coming from right you know well and I just want to
0: say, you know, we're talking about all these, all these different cultures having different beliefs about what a witch is, but I think even here in America, witch has a lot of different meanings, because I do think that there are still people who practice that type of witchcraft and who you yes. can pay money to, to put a hex on somebody, yes. um, you know, or, or cause harm to them. Um, that happens. I mean, I've had those questions in my inbox, right? And that's not how I roll. That's not my practice. It's not my belief system um, or how I function in the world, but it doesn't mean that there aren't people who are offering those services and, and they might call themselves a witch as well. They might not, they
1: might have a different term, but
0: yeah, I think,
1: but at the same time, it's like, that's I'm like, so my explanation, my explanation to him was like, oh, yeah. Okay. So, you know, that's that's that's, that's a dark witch. That's a black witch. That's a bad magic. Oh, interesting. we don't we don't do that. We but don't then, practice that, like the okay, black magic. We yes. don't pla we don't practice that. Like that's not where we're coming from. But so you would call so, it like, that.
0: You would you would actually you think when you put magic in your head.
1: <laughs> I'm oh my, my touch, head right now. You know when, your you're, when
0: you're thinking about magic in your head. Do you break it into these like dark magic, light magic?
1: Um I I wouldn't even say it was dark magic. I would say it was it was black magic. It was it's bad. I would not do that. I would never do that. Huh. I was trying to use language that he might understand as far as like like good and bad because yeah. there's a language barrier there, you know, or there was not anymore, you know. Um but yeah, I want like we're like, you know, like Wizard of Oz, the black, the bad witch and the good witch, right? Like, the wicked witch and the you and did good things, good you witch. do bad things, and any any religion, any place, you're gonna find the good and you're gonna find the bad. And yes, that is a judgment call, and that is me making my own judgment. You know what is good and what is bad. But I think if you're harming someone, I'm gonna say that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Well,
0: I also will get on that bandwagon because I definitely am somebody who believes in not harming other people. Um, you know, and yet I also know some people come from it. This is getting philosophical and I should probably stop, but I'll just say one more thing, which is that some people come at that from feeling powerless and feeling like they need to protect themselves and their version of protecting themselves is to cause harm to someone else, to make them stop whatever they're doing, mm-hmm. to leave yep. them alone. Um yep. Yeah. Wow, that was a trek. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So (laughs) I was trying to to get us back where we were, which was culture, cultural differences Mm -hmm. in the word witch and how different cultures think about uh, the word witch in different ways.
1: And they have their own history. You know, like we have here in in North America and the United States, our own history. And for us, it's the Salem witch trials is what is everybody is like, oh, the Salem witch trials, the Salem witch trials there were other places too. (laughs) There were, but I have to say if, if you're listening to this and you do
0: not know anything about the Salem witch trials, or you think, you know, something about the Salem witch trials, but have never actually looked into it. I really encourage you to do that. And there is a great podcast that I cannot remember the name of right now. Um, that does a whole series on the Salem witch trials and oh my gosh, it's killing me that I can't remember it. Um, But I'll, I'll look it up and I will put it in the show notes. Actually, I'll reference it in there so that y'all can see, uh, because it is a fascinating history that really does not have anything to do with witchcraft (laughs) (laughs) in the way that we might perceive it today. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Now I want, I want to listen to it now. You do want to listen to it. I promise (laughs) you, you want to listen to it. Um, Actually, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to look it up when we finish this and I will add it at the end because I'm terrible at editing things in. So if you're like, what is the name of that podcast, Emily? Please tell me. Just make sure you listen through to the end of this podcast and I will give you a little blurb there at the end of what I'm talking about. Nice. <laughs> There is one more type of witchcraft that I want to just mention here that historically I think is really important to reference. And that is uh, familial or traditional witchcraft. So the ancestral, like there is this whole group of people who have had different things passed down, traditions passed down through their families. Um, and sometimes they do consider it witchcraft or magic, uh, other times They might consider it just, you know, practices that they do as part of their family culture, but from the outside, it might look like magic. Um, There's also a lot of superstitions that have either come from magic or become magical practices, right? So I just, I want to just name that because that is also historical in nature and it does not necessarily, those practices don't necessarily fall into any one category because, they've taken on their own energy as they've been passed through family lines. And that's so, so cool. Right. I mean, and I even think about it just in terms of like, even like if we're thinking about like medicine, like in my family, uh, if you are sick, then, and it's respiratory, then you should take a wool sock, put Vicks all over your neck and wrap the wool sock around your neck and safety pin it. (laughs) not kidding right oh my gosh that's
1: crazy <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's one of the things another one is to boil eucalyptus leaves on the stove and breathe the steam yes right so those aren't necessarily like superstitions that's that is definitely more in the land of medicine but the wool sock thing was passed on from my great great grandma to my great grandma to my grandma <laughs> to my mom to me um I don't actually do that anymore but as a kid I don't I- know
1: I'm thinking in 1582 in Europe, um, you're boiling eucalyptus leaves and helping oh. curing someone's lung infection. That's enough to get you to the noose or burning on the steak. So <laughs> I don't know if that's true. I don't,
0: I don't know. know if that's true. I
1: don't know, but like, yeah, folk yeah. medicine. That's, I guess I'm true. that's medicine, where I was yeah. going with it. It's folk medicine. Folk medicine, folk long- magic. Yes. I think there's some overlap there.
0: Yeah. You know? Uh, anyway, just to, just to mention that, and I don't, I personally do not have a lot of, you know, magical practices in my family, if any, but if you sit and think for a moment about your own family, you might be able to drum up some superstitions or traditions or rituals that you do as a family that hold a certain energy in them. And you could call that your familial magic, (laughs) right? Yeah, that's
1: cool. Yeah.
0: So. I don't know. Are we good? Do we do? I we think, think we,
1: yeah, I think we're good reality. at just like a segue. I'm really excited about our next episodes. You know, we're going to dive further into these different, you know, different sects, different sections, different beliefs, Wiccan beliefs. Um, and yeah, I learned a lot when I was researching at the, at the same time. I was like, oh, I was like, oh my gosh, that's where that came from. I didn't know that. I've even yeah. been to rituals and practiced and had no idea what I was doing, but I loved it every second of it. I was like, (laughs) this is amazing. And then I just looked, I'm like, oh, that's where that was coming from. That's
0: cool. Like. (laughs) Well, and I, I wanted to name, like we just kind of went all over the place here um, Mm -hmm. and we barely scratched the surface and we did not do a deep dive into the history of witchcraft. We gave you like a brief overview. So this is really a super rich topic and one that you can delve into and write many a book on.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it might, it it might inform your practice. And then that's what my hope is, is like, it's, that's what I felt when I was doing this is like, oh, this is helping to inform my practice even more like learning about the history, learning about some of these, okay, how old this is and where this might be coming from, you know? Yes
0: yeah so uh thank you everybody for tuning in and if if you feel you know if you are a scholar and you're listening to us and we made you cringe at all please feel free to reach
1: out <laughs> yeah give us some info yeah we're, give us some more open. info we could open to feedback so we uh, can do a history of witchcraft part two of all the feedback we get <laughs> <laughs> and look everything up and like, okay, here we go. Right. Yes. Be more even
0: more uh more detailed because I think, yes. yeah. Anyway, stop talking, Emily. That's that's enough. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thanks,
0: Emily. Thank you, Veronica. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Again, just listen through. I will plug in the name of that podcast I mentioned about the Salem Witch trials here um in just a moment. But For now, keep it magical. Hey, hey there, everyone. I just wanted to let you know that I remembered what the name of that podcast was I was trying to tell you about. The one about the Salem Witch Trials? It's called Unobscured, and they have a whole series on the Salem Witch Trials. And if you like history, like I do, you might want to check it out. It's pretty great. Enjoy.